We would like to carry on this mission together with the Soviet Union, because no one can do it without the Soviet Union. North Vietnamese General Lo Nguyen Jap in a speech in Moscow, 1971. Welcome to the Revisionist History Podcast, where we set the historical record straight, no matter who it might offend. I'm Paul, and today we're taking a look at an often overlooked aspect of the most misunderstood, most debated, and yes, most often revised war in American history. When people talk about the Vietnam War today, opinions and emotions remain strong on all sides. Everything from the truth about the Gulf of Tonkin incident to Walter Cronkite's declaration after the Tet Offensive that the war was unwinnable have been discussed and debated ad nauseum. What is almost never mentioned is the role the Soviet Union played in helping North Vietnam win the war, and the mistaken belief of most that they never played an active part in the war. In the Korean conflict a decade before America got deeply involved in Vietnam, there was never any question that a major communist power was involved. When it looked as though communist North Korea would fall during the American counterattack, the People's Republic of China threw themselves into the fight, ultimately committing almost 3 million troops to the war and losing 180,000 killed in action. As the U.S. escalated its involvement in South Vietnam in the mid-1960s, no such commitment of manpower came from either China or the USSR. But that does not mean that the two communist powers stood idly by while their strongest ally in Southeast Asia struggled on alone. Initially, money and resources came from China, but Vietnam's troubled history with China's attempted dominance over the country ultimately caused them to turn to the USSR for help. That help came in multiple forms, but taken in total, it was eerily similar to the help the U.S. would give to the Mujahideen fighters battling the Soviets in Afghanistan in the 1980s. Like the U.S. in Afghanistan, the Soviets sent money, arms, and military advisors. And like in Afghanistan, as also in South Vietnam early in the war with the American advisors, those so-called advisors often took on a far more active role than their titles suggested. Now before I get into the part the USSR played in the role, both with troops and other support, let me be clear that their active combat role was clearly not remotely comparable to that in the United States. It's been acknowledged that roughly 3,000 Soviet soldiers served in North Vietnam during the war. Though they were designated as Soviet military experts, allowing the USSR to claim no, quote, soldiers served in the war, and 16 died during the conflict. Did you ever read that in a college textbook? By contrast, of course, 2.7 million Americans served in Vietnam during the war, and over 58,000 Americans perished. Clearly, Russian involvement was tiny, combat-wise at least, but there was indeed involvement, and in not insignificant ways. Starting as early as 1964, North Vietnamese fighter pilots and anti-aircraft gunners were being trained in the Soviet Union, with Soviet advisors also being stationed in North Vietnam. Early on, 
when the North Vietnamese troops were still unfamiliar with the new Soviet-made anti-aircraft batteries, Soviet crews manned the guns themselves, and these crews did in fact shoot down U.S. planes. One such Soviet battery reportedly downed six U.S. planes. Soviet archives opened after the fall of the USSR indicate that these anti-aircraft crews, mainly Ukrainian, served for much of the war. For the North Vietnamese, this was invaluable help. And for the Soviets, it presented the opportunity to test both new equipment and the soldiers that operated it in a real-world situation. There were also widespread reports, though these were never fully confirmed, that Soviet snipers had embedded with NVA units and infiltrated South Vietnam to test their new SVD Dragunov sniper rifles. Witnesses described these snipers as white men with blue eyes. Beyond South Vietnam proper, but still within the unofficial theater of the war, Soviet GRU Spetsnaz Special Forces took part in at least one and likely more ground combat operation. In 1968, a team of 10 Spetsnaz attacked a covert U.S. base on the Cambodian-Vietnamese border, destroying three of the then-new U.S. Cobra attack helicopters and actually stealing one of them. Again, this operation was confirmed only after archives opened following the fall of the Soviet Union. And if there was one Soviet Special Forces mission, there were almost certainly more. Just like with our SEALs and Delta Force missions, this information rarely sees the light of day. Actual combat operations aside, the supply and support role the USSR played in the war is also vastly underreported, with the common narrative being that it was the unbending will of the North Vietnamese that ultimately defeated the Americans. Ho Chi Minh's statement, you can kill 10 of us to your one and we'll still win, being the best known quote. Without Soviet aid, that unbending will could not have held, let alone triumphed in the war. From 1968 on, the Soviet Union provided the vast majority of the military and economic aid to North Vietnam, supplying them with food, petroleum, transport vehicles, iron, steel, fertilizer, arms, and munitions. And the Soviets supplied all of this as aid, not loans as the Chinese had done early in the war. This eased the economic strain on North Vietnam and further advanced their war effort. Like many of the conflicts during the Cold War, Vietnam was, in part, a proxy war between the West and the Soviet bloc. The fact that the Soviets' active combat involvement was tiny compared to the U.S. role, where we essentially took over for the South Vietnamese forces, does not mean we should ignore, overlook, or forget the crucial role the Soviet Union played in what is nearly always referred to as America's War. Have a great day, everybody. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to today's episode. I hope you're finding this podcast both informative and entertaining. If you'd like to help us keep episodes like this coming, please consider clicking on the support this podcast link in the show notes. It'll help us create more content and go a long way toward making this podcast completely ad-free.
Thanks again. Mm-hmm.